<laughs> well, universe, I got so much on my fucking mind now. I don't know where to start. How about with a little clicky clack as I set up the microphone in a spot that hopefully captures my voice in blended stereo on my Galaxy S4 here at Wolf Street Studios where I am president, CEO, and the guy that works the vending booth out front and sells Snickers bars to keep this place afloat. No, that's not true. No, I, I, I do work roughly 20 hours a week at the Home Depot on the overnight, getting everything that's in the overheads down on the shelves where it should be. That's the, I'm the only one that does that job in the entire store. I mean, in theory, all the associates do that job all day long. In theory. But considering that photo evidence proves that I'm the only one who does that job, well, that's part of the reason that when you go into a big box store, you find yourself frustrated that the computer says you have 12 of these, but when I go to the shelf, it's like there's none of them. That's just weird. So you're saying that the box is lost in the store and nobody knows really where it is. Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's the inefficiency that is baked into algorithmic delivery. The algorithm's not going to set us any more of that stuff because it wants us to sell the 12 that we have that are somehow stubbornly refusing to go out the door. And until that is either noticed by somebody and reset to zero so that we can double up on product we've lost, or somebody finds that fucking box and gets it on the shelf, well, you frustrated consumer will continue to be frustrated. And so they have me for 20 to 25 hours a week in the middle of the night go bay by bay, pull every single thing out and restock it appropriately. And I get about three or four done a night in a store that has, well, let's see, 40 per aisle with 50 aisles, so 2,000 bays. Yeah, it's a job. Um, so, with that in mind, the, um, the nature of the work is tranquil. Because I work alone, nobody asks me what I'm doing. Because the work is constant, I never have to seek something to do. I just have to move to the right and fix this one. It's a broken world. If your job is to walk behind those who supposedly have got their shit together and have it all figured out and are providing the services you need, and then do the shit that they don't get done, well, you'll constantly have work. And if you can learn to except that the useless nature of you even having to exist is just part of the accommodation that comes with this thing called having a job. Well, you can settle the angst that runs through your head of not finding purpose in what you're compelled to do to stay alive. It's a dejecting situation to be in this American economy. And for the longest time, while verticals of rapid ascension were available to me, I just refused to fall in line to become that which I knew would corrupt me 
at the soul level. So I don't even want to get 30 hours a week because that's a little more money than I need. So I'll end up buying stupid shit like running shoes that, oops, pause, <coughs> uh, that go toward an exercise program I can't get started. Fucking A, man. I was supposed to start an exercise program yesterday. I've been looking at that date for a while and I, and I fucking chickened out. I don't know why. I will not chicken out today. I'm pissed at myself for this. This was a simple goal that I knew was coming, that I was treating like my old self, like, yeah, maybe I want to get in shape, but I'm in the best shape I've been in in 20 years, so what the fuck am I even talking about? And what I'm talking about is I'm in the best shape I've been in in 20 years, and I'm not doing anything to promote my better self. I'm simply riding my bike and playing tennis like I always do. So the question is, why, number one? And number two, if this is in fact some sort of culmination of my, uh, my current uh, lifestyle, and I can add to it by doing a simple workout routine that includes some weightlifting and some aerobic exercise, and maybe some core work, then what the fuck am I doing? Why wouldn't I want to push myself toward a very realizable goal of being in the best shape of my life at 54. These are the kinds of feathers in your cap that give you strength to move through whatever adversity comes at 55. And to not be able to realize that argument with myself and to have let myself down yesterday, well, this to me is one of the bigger losses of 2023, maybe the biggest one, period. Certainly bigger than... Well, no. Second biggest. But still, there is no reason not to be able to execute the simplest of beneficial plans in your favor. That is a bare minimum of playing this game well. So, to have given up on myself in the game, even for a day, well, I find that abominable. So, that's why I'm cranky. That's why... I uh, I don't like looking in the mirror today because I let myself down yesterday in a way that I could see coming and didn't stop. Those are disappointing outcomes. And <clears throat> I've been trying to figure out what it is that takes us from believing in ourselves, knowing that we're here to do something of purpose, and going out and fulfilling that destiny, versus... I'm not worth it. I don't know. This whole situation's fucked up. I don't even think I should be here. I don't fit in. Nothing about it is right. Everything I try to do goes the wrong direction. All this chaotic, otherwise uh, infecting self-patterning and thoughts. Well, I didn't really explain this very well the first time, and I don't know that I have my hand around it yet now. But part of what happens in grabbing an identity on planet Earth is that you're literally grabbing an identity. Instead of developing from within what is you, you start to team up into binaries that are created for you by a civilizational structure bent on A versus B or red versus blue or however you want to look at that. And that's just the easy one to see that, well, yeah, yeah, we do that. Just like I grew up in Denver, so I'm a Denver Nuggets fan. It's the way it works. 
Yeah, that is the way it works. But because that's the way it works, you are hugely influenced to become an identity of somewhat oppositional support. Because most of what you can figure out when you first get here is, well, I'm not that. In fact, I spent my entire first episode talking about trying to develop an identity from counterpoints. Knowing that I wasn't, say, good enough at hitting a curveball to become a professional baseball player, well, I crossed that off my list. So what life becomes is a series of whittling down what you're not, telling yourself what you're incapable of. And in ways, this is how you try to determine what you are capable of. So the problem here is that whereas, say, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Apparently not hit a baseball, so maybe I should look at those electrician classes. That could be an option. You start to think of this as you navigating a world and finding your place in it. But those mechanisms are in play no matter what existence you roll into. The way they're in play here is by characterizing you as something to align with. And because the options you're given are the only ones that you would allow yourself to think through, you start to align yourself with things like, well, am I a racist? No, 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 no. I'm not. And yet, the society wants to continually tell you that you are. And then, you discover systemic racism is a real thing. So now, you can't not be racist. No matter what, as a white male American, you've gained advantage that you didn't deserve. To say that you're not... I love hearing white guys say, I don't have any fucking white guilt. You don't? Are you fucking kidding me? How can you not? You realize you're sitting in a perch of privilege, and you don't feel any guilt for having gotten there for no reason other than an advantage you don't deserve? Okay, I guess... You're a different human than me. But even if adjusted guilt in your current makeup helps offset some sort of uh, delusional embrace of superior destiny, well, that's just defining yourself again. You're, you're being fed these idiotic connotations whereby to determine who you are on any other planet, when you manifest, racism doesn't exist. Even on the planets where skin colors every variety you've ever thought of. It's just not a concept, except here on Earth, where we are, brand, we, we are land divided, tribaled up, and given binaries to fall into on every option to determine who we are. You think you're a racist because you were born into a situation that told you they're a racist. And I hate to use race because, frankly, race has been a hugely dividing element in American history that's never been faced or dealt with. 
It is the charged issue of our time is that we judge each other so much based on skin color. But that's not all we judge each other on. Appearance is, in my opinion now, what has killed the 21st century. Everybody's on TV. I made this an audio podcast for a reason. I don't, I'm not embarrassed to be on TV at all. I will happily share images of myself across all my life. I don't dislike the way I look at all. And I don't like the idea that anymore we take into account the optics of the goddamn person delivering the message. It matters not at all. There is no optics for messages. They are by their very nature not optical. And I know that in a world full of burst concentration, where 25 seconds is literally about as much as you can expect from anybody now, at that point, if they haven't started to wander off, there's something unusual about them. Because at 25 seconds, we are evaluating whether or not I'm going to give you another 25 seconds. I think this is because we've been conditioned into commercial breaks, but whatever. So with that in mind, here 13 and a half minutes into this recording, I knew that the only people who really have patience for the way I like to share ideas are people who are willing to listen and not look. So I did this intentionally with a secondary variable of knowing that that decreases any kind of reach this has whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's important to me that people find this, that I don't throw it in front of them. I don't give a fuck if you find this. If you do, and it resonates with you, I kind of wonder who the fuck you are. Because this mental wandering I'm going through is the process of trying to filter through all of the disconnects that I had ignored as if that's just my fitting in. No, fuck that. I am perfect, just like you. What the society has done to us is turned us into questioning, self-doubting, self-loathing entities of obeyance. Obeyance might not even be a word, but tell me you didn't obey all day long today. And tell me that's not even a problem. Okay, yeah, it's not a problem. We want an organized society. I want my say in how we organize so that we stay in a matter of our lives don't need to think about obeying because our lives are already embracing that which is an advanced society's concept of itself, which does not include things like racism, misogyny, or the disenfranchisement of the individual. All of these things are, if not core constructs for culture here in America, they are core influencers to everyone's life, regardless of status in any cultural meme. You are who you are, and that does not include hateful toward other humans. That's all just shit you're trained to think. So when you come down onto planet Earth and start to assess who you are, you do it in the language and the construct that is this social structure, and it forces you to think things like, all right, I don't like Republicans. They're full of shit. Okay. Well, the only thing that, that is worth hating on this planet are the Dallas Cowboys. 
Well, I'm the New York Yankees. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And I hate the New York Yankees. But I don't hate the New York Yankees. I, I have to come to grips with the idea that everything I've been trained to think negatively is something I've been trained to think. I didn't earn those thoughts. I learned them. And so if, as, I, as I try to embrace a world with nothing but kindness and understanding and forgiveness, it, it doesn't escape me that I still am a human who came here to hate the fucking New York Yankees. But the only thing that I really hate is a system that allows our humanity, when stained, to then spill ink all over itself. Bob Menendez, wait, Bob Menendez? No, that's, wasn't that the guy? Whoever Senator Menendez is. His, his stain in that press conference, standing alone against faces, against the face of corruption that has now reared its head for a second time, a situation that I don't care how many judges and juries you can pay off in New Jersey to tell us all you were acquitted of charges that were unreasonable. Bullshit. You've been caught red-handed with gold bars in your goddamn jacket. And your response is, fuck you guys. I'll prove to you that this may look bad, but I'm totally innocent. Because if for a second you think you're going to get me to go down on this shit, I'll bring all of it down. That's what's really happening here. And I guarantee you that the rest of them are saying, (coughs) fucking Menendez, you had goddamn $100,000 worth of cash sewn into a jacket. Are are you a monster? You're going to bring all of us into the light. Because the rest of them are smart enough not to have gold bars in their fucking SUV center compartment. And I'm not saying that's where they found the gold bars, but you don't know that they didn't. That's how stupid Menendez is. In a, in a country where all leadership is on the take, the only real vulnerability to them is us finding out. So a guy like Menendez, standing up and saying, fuck you guys. Well, you know what? Sooner or later, especially when we look at CEOs making 300 times what your average line worker is making, We're going to say, no, no more fuck us. Fuck you guys. If this is what Menendez is doing sloppily, do you know what he's doing that's smart? Whatever the fuck Boehner and and Pelosi and McConnell have done their whole careers. He's just sloppy enough to do the shit with Egypt that nobody else would think to do because it's too easy to do the stuff that nobody will find out about. Fucking Menendez. He's like Epstein. Stupid enough to get caught. In a situation where everybody's looking the other way. And that's when I thought, okay, we've lost our fucking soul. 
humanity in this manifestation of 8675309 Earth in America has lost its soul. Bob Menendez, or whatever his name is, should be stepping down and should do so for his own eternal soul, really. He's going to stand on top of a crumbling pile of corruption defiantly where even his own misstep could bring the whole fucking thing down. Do you know how nervous that makes every other on-the-take motherfucker in Washington? You want to make your, your current leadership stress out a little bit? Call them and ask them their stance on Menendez right now. Because they don't want to take a stance. They know he's a serious issue. But so are they. In the wrong circumstance. They're all vulnerable. So none of them can talk. In fact, the only two senators you can trust are those are that guy from Pennsylvania. Uh, oh God, I need to know these people's names, but I just don't. The ones who stood up immediately and said he needs to go are the only ones who are clean enough to say it. So the silence of the other 97 is deafening. And no, Pelosi, that shit you did on TV doesn't count. Well, you know, because the Republicans suck. Menendez should resign. Fuck you, Pelosi. You're the slipperiest of all. But it's not a Republican-Democrat thing. It's a government thing. It's a, once you're here, as long as you don't fuck with the system, you have it made. And everyone falls for it. I mean, it's a lie. You don't have it made. You're coming back in some sort of Let's just say that you've got a lot to learn. If you fall for all the Washington horseshit, if you literally start living a life that supports it, you're fucked. Because either you're going down publicly in the shameful court of public opinion, or you're going to review your life, look at all the fucking shit you did wrong, and come back here as a paraplegic. Your choice. Those of us who see it and stand back and do nothing, I'm not saying we're clean. We got lessons to learn ourselves. And so that's what I'm here doing. I'm saying I learned how filthy all this shit is. I know that I could have been most of these people. Because once you slide in one foot, it's a question of how much can you then hold back before all of you is in. Having watched myself across eternity, I can confidently say I would be Mitch McConnell's bitch. I'd be the one saying, what do you mean? He's, he's more alert and, and on his mental game now than I've ever seen him. We just played chess and I didn't make it 17 moves before I was winning. So, yeah, he's, 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 he's as good a chess player as my son that I don't have. That I'm making up because I'm a politician. I could have been every line of sleazy filth in the red ink handbook there was. So I'm not trying to pretend that I couldn't have even coordinated the Sandy Hook operation and fucked all that up too, just like whoever did it. I'm capable of all of this. 
But because I was lucky enough not to get a job at the CIA and instead to work 20 hours a week overnight at Home Depot, my entire take on life has been different. And it's now so sober and directly aware of what we've done that my whole mission is to save humanity's soul. I saved my own somehow, and it wasn't intentional. So there's got to be a route where we can save the collective soul of humanity. And it just starts by doing better in your orbit right now. And while that's asking someone like Menendez to actually come clean and step down from a life filled with corruption, for most of us, that means just being slightly friendlier to your neighbor, making sure that you do, in fact, get your trash out on trash day, and stopping resenting whatever's happening at work that you have no control over. And start fulfilling yourself by finding something that brings you happiness to share with the world. Or just brings you happiness to make you a more content creature. If getting 30 hours of musical practice on a guitar a day is important to you, then make it important. Don't fall back on these things. Be good to yourself. Be good to the people around you. And be a lot less forgiving. I mean, sorry, do not do that. Be a lot more forgiving of those around you swamped in circumstances that you can't believe they got themselves into. I could have been Menendez. I could have been Googling what's a kilo of gold worth. But I'm not. So, having a better influence in this life than Menendez? Yeah, I probably am. But so what? It doesn't matter. Menendez just needs to figure out how to get his shit together, and collectively, we all get our shit together. I was a train wreck of a human for many decades. It's time all of us became better versions of ourselves. Today.